This is Sean Sport in podcast form. Oh, well, it's all smiles for the Dockers fans. Oh, I'm up and about. Jeez. I'm up nearly and nearly fell about. I know. I went hard tonight. You did. Now, let's talk about how you felt at quarter time. I was having the worst night ever, mm. actually. I was sitting next to this lady from Crown, and she had a manager of um, Kiss, the band. He oh, was yeah. there watching his first game at Optus Stadium yes. and trying to take it all in. And, and um, I thought they would have liked the Collingwood game more so. Yeah, with black the black and whites. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, Nathan. And they uh, anyway, it was so boring. I was trying to explain what was going on, which was nothing on our end. Yeah, and it was such a fizzer for the crowd that was just pumped in there. Yeah, and all of a sudden the wheels started turning. It's amazing the way he turned it around. Forty-one points hasn't been done in twenty-nine years to come back yeah. of that magnitude, and then they got gone, and it was roaring. Yeah, it yeah. was absolutely roaring off the stadium. And I think it keeps the city alive. Uh, well, for Fremantle fans, yes. like, you can feel it out yeah. in there, the community. There would have been a party in Frio down, down South Terrace on Saturday night. I mean, oh, mate. It felt like they had to win because it's that Optus. And I know yeah, I agree with that. The way it happens, but I wonder if looking at the crowd and seeing the disappointed faces gives you a bit of oomph. To go, oh wait, there. What do we do? We've got, we've got to win this. Yeah, Nathan, I, I got no doubt at quarter time. Then because the coaches come out and they've got their iPads, they can go. Yeah, what's going on here, mate? Yeah. Like there's sixty thousand. You know people what they should do? They should literally show photos of people in the crowd. <laughs> Look at that woman. Look at those kids. Look at that Look whole at section face. there. They're all upset <laughs> with you. It was absolutely. It was you horrendous. live in the city. <laughs> also, it was horrendous. Like if they'd lost, that's. David Mundy's last game. Imagine going out that way. Do you know what I mean? At home. Yeah, no, there's a lot of downside to it. Yeah. The ho- there was a lot of downside to it. And during that first quarter and, and pay, you know, 10 minutes into the uh, second quarter, it was clear that one team wasn't hand- handling the occasion at all. Yes. So in, in your mind, you're going, oh, geez, they've, they've just really yeah. well, faltered and that's under the pressure. And no under the finals experience and, and as well. And the experience, yes. lack of experience. But then it just turned mm. around and mm. the joint was humming. It was amazing, actually. So it just gives Freo supporters another week uh, and Perth another week of seeing a team of their own being yeah. available, playing Collingwood, which is going to be a huge game. The other thing was Collingwood-Geelong game was a massive game before Absolute that. Absolute belter. Every final, because oh. we talked... The last time we were talking, it was um, Brisbane Richmond. and Richmond, which but that was, was an extraordinary game. Seventeen league changes yes. in that game. Yeah. Then we fired up, and Melbourne and Sydney went head to head for the most part, yeah. and it was crazy footy. And then, I, I mean, nobody really expected that result. Everybody thought Melbourne would get up over Sydney. Yeah, 100%. so that was a bit of a turn up. And uh, and then it was Geelong just getting over the line. And in, in fact, uh, the event I was at, Gillan McLaughlin was in town. All the heavyweights from the mm. AFL. So he's doing a speech, and then they had to stop his speech because everyone's. On their, their phones. Watching the footy. And he, I mean, and that's he, a good went, thing oh, from his okay, point of view. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop this. <laughs> uh, I'm going to come back and second. Can we get the screens up, everyone? Get the screens up. That's and then great. everyone goes to the game. I love when that happens at weddings or funerals yes. or yeah. <laughs> a child's birthday party or maybe an event, Sean, when you oh, had oh. that horse racing event yeah. and we had a well, yeah, nightclub and, and yeah. Sean yes. was in the corner watching a horse race. Yeah, well, it was amazing because brought this phone back from uh, Singapore and uh, I'd never seen anything like it because you'd actually watch live TV at that stage. This is obviously last century. <laughs> it, had, it, it, it had but like basically bunny ear aerial yes, coming yeah, out. Yeah, it was an actual television. Like Paul Hugger telescopic <laughs> aerial out. It was more portable <laughs> TV than phone. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, pretty sure it's giving me a tumour. Oh, yeah. no doubt. So the footy was amazing. The AFL will be up and about. There was packed yeah. houses all around yep. the joint. Another couple of weeks to go. We'll see how Fremantle goes this week. The other thing that's happened this morning is Cameron Smith, Australian golfer, he's playing in the Live Golf Tournament for the first time. As we know, 140 million they paid. Mm. He's been right in the finish this uh, um, today, and I think he's a shot down. In fact, at the moment, but the the interesting thing about this is that the golfers, for the first time 
in this kind of format, they can wear shorts, Nathan. Do you yes. know they only have to they have to wear as part of the uniform? Greg they Norman said they're allowed to wear shorts. How short can they go? <laughs> oh, they're neat. Like Daisy just about Jukes, they have some Daisy, Daisy Jukes. Jukes, I'm tipping. <laughs> well, why not? I mean, like, you know, have they, have they given a length? I'm sure there would be a, a tournament length. Oh, I'd imagine there would be. But would, I, would an Okanoe be okay? Or would it have to, I have think to be slightly like above me? I think short as well. I'll get into the I'm going to have to find that out for you because there is many questions to go Many questions. Think 1970s PE teacher shorts. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But what I can say is the commentators, in particular this one, this lady uh, who was putting her two bobs in, was really impressed with the whole thing. These players are just so happy to be able to be in shorts, especially in today's heat. Just be able to be more comfortable and be able to walk. That wow. Is, that, that is the she was really the feeling it, wasn't she? It. it would feel weird, yeah, though, wouldn't it? Your She's... entire professional career has been in pants and then suddenly being... Would that throw you off feeling the wind in your legs? <laughs> it, it, might it, 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 might it could do because it's foreign yeah, to what you've ever experienced during a tournament before. They're wearing shorts. It's amazing because the women have been wearing shorts for mm. a long time. It's amazing that the women have been more progressive. Normally it's the other way around. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's mm. ridiculous wow. actually. Mm. I thought a woman should be wearing a skort. Well, some of them do, Nathan. That is an option. A, a skort? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Mm. They better be wearing underwear. <laughs> oh, I agree. Well, do I? Hitting the rum ball in one of the holes. <laughs> Sean Sport in podcast form. Time to catch up with our good friend Stevie Butler. Writes all the great articles for the West Australian. Steve, I believe you're watching Kyrgios play Medvedev as we are at the moment. Well, how good is sport? And Kyrgios has just taken the first set against the world number one. So uh, he, he had a few chances to do it. Um, he, he blamed his uh, box, the people in there, for the first few times he couldn't. Yep. It was clearly their fault. Yep. <laughs> um, but he finally got he, he's got the first set, so it's a, it's a pretty amazing. It's been an epic game so far, and you know it's pretty, been a pretty amazing tournament to be honest. The US Open so far, so much emotion around Serena the other day. Did you watch yeah. any of that? Oh yes. no, I was happy that she lost. I, I was like, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think she's a good person. I know a lot of people have written stuff about her, and I don't. I was like, I think she's got ahead of herself. I do acknowledge that she's the greatest we've seen. <laughs> so so she got way. ahead of herself, she's but, but she's she, the greatest. But, no, no, I just think she's a bit of a nah. What, not a for bit me. of a what? I was no, going to use the W word. The but, oh, there are there are a few stains on the record. There's no yes. doubt about that. But at the same time, that was such an intense sort of um, sporting event. Like to watch Ayla Tom Yanovich, what just yeah. hold her nerve yes. against the woman that she was about to end the career of. I, yes. I thought. That even that part of it was just and so with the whole crowd against her as well. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. she just held a nerve, and, yes, and I did. think that that says a lot about her because, you know, it was a, it was a mighty moment in world sport, really, to see Ser- the end of Serena Williams, and an Australian woman did it, and mm. you know, with with those all those people, and the, the stadium was packed too as well. They were all screaming, and it was mm. uh, yeah, it was immense sport. There's no doubt about that. I just want to go back to Curios just before he just threw his racket down on the ground. Do you reckon mm. he mentally goes like, okay, I better do that here to give the crowd what they want?" And also, a little bit broke off of it. Did he keep on using that racket? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Then yeah. I, I think that there's a lot to do with. Yeah, he he plays the antics now that we've come to to do uh, to, to know him so much that it kind of it, it gets the crowd involved, but it also puts off his opposition player. Mm. Yeah. So do you think the tantrum sometimes? Uh, yeah, exaggerated. No. Exaggerated. Yeah, I do. yeah, yeah, me too. But you know, the point is it, that point that I was talking telling you about a moment ago, just before he won that first set. Yeah. He was swearing profanities. Loudly yes. in his box and blaming them. How a sport can allow that yes. and pretend that's good for role modelling? I don't know. I know. Yeah, you're big on this, Steve. Actually, you think oh, I hate it. You think yeah. that into the tennis where they really should come down hard on these guys. 
Well, they're paid enough. Pull your head in. I'm watching it there with my two kids on the screen, and he's shouting profanities at his yeah. boss, blaming them for whatever he just did wrong. All right, would yeah. you rather I mean, him? Would you rather rather him be allowed to um, yell profanities or pull a sneaky brown eye? What would you rather? Oh, the sneaky brown eye. <laughs> <laughs> we all would. We all would. <laughs> Everyone always has a giggle after a sneaky brown eye, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> and no one giggles at the profanity. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Not anymore. We're beyond that. Uh, now, we better talk footy because it was an absolutely cracking round of finals. Oh, God, Stephen. The finals. <laughs> well, I, was, I went down to Peel Thunder's game against Swan District yesterday to chat to a few of the Frio boys and after their amazing win against the Western Bulldogs on Saturday night. And, you know, I, I just really cannot remember a better round of finals footy. Yeah. And I've covered a lot of them. And I just, I can't, I, you know, there's been unbelievable games here and there. But to have all four yeah. where the intensity was so hot that you're sitting on the edge of your seat with all four of them. Yep. Yeah, that was that was an incredible weekend of footy. What an advertisement for the game. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'd imagine that the big kahunas were all like going, we got 91,000 at Geelong versus Collingwood, yep. not to mention all the other games were packed out. And the the as you said, Steve, as an entertainment yep. for everybody over the weekend, there it was through no, the roof. You know, no blowout. Even, it was, yeah, tight. No. And even that Geelong-Collingwood game, you know, towards the, the yep. end, it's goal, one point, goal, five points, goal, one point, goal, five points. It's just... Who was going to win? It was just amazing to sit there and watch. And then I must say, Sean, and my family WhatsApp would attest to this, after Fremantle kicked the first goal, and all my family are purple frogs, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I put the message out, Frio will win, trust me, because I could see it turning, and I think I called it about 7.16pm, and and you could just see the tie. Even when Jai Amos missed that goal... You could see the share of the ball and the midfield work starting to turn. And oh, I just thought, you know, for Fremantle's belief, it was a bit like the West Coast teams of 05, 06 when they could get behind by any margin, but they'd done it and they knew they could do it again. And I reckon that that will play a big part in Fremantle for the you know next year or two. Know, to know that they've actually been able to do that against a good side from 41 points down early in the game to win, that gives you a tremendous belief that you can come from anywhere and still be in it. I think hey, gonna, yeah, sure. Steve. There's a guy called um, Roland Green who's bought a caravan a few months ago, and he bought it for the sole purpose of travelling to watch the Dockers at the grand final. Do you think that um, all of the Dockers fans should go out and buy caravans and secure <laughs> their flights and take a time off work right now, ready to go? Or do you reckon? What, what do you reckon? Well, look, can we answer this after I go and buy a few shares of Jayco? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the old Jayco Swan, Steve. Never travel anywhere without it. You know what I mean? The old Outback. <laughs> no, well, uh, look, they're capable. Uh, yeah, I thought clearly that Melbourne and Geelong's best was the best in the game, but Melbourne have got some real question marks now, including yeah, some injury. I'm not, not discounting them just yet, but they've got some question marks. Geelong, I think that will really hold them in good stead, that finals win, because they, they were a bit like Fremantle. They never gave up, and they just kept coming, and they're a very good side. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Geelong there. But what, what I did notice and what surprised me a lot about Sydney was that whenever the television screen panned to a spot where there was a loose ball, Yep, and we watched, and we we noted this time and time again. There was five and six Swans versus two and three Melbourne players, and their relentless work rate was something else. And that holds you that holds you in good stead in finals too. So, I'm starting to believe in the Swans a little bit more than I did after watching that. But you know, Fremantle, if they if they bring their pressure, they've got some absolute X factor. You know, O'Driscoll pops up. Michael Bolter's played a blinder. Uh, you know, Jai Amos, a miss comes in and and. Yeah, he has a miss, and then he, he, a young man puts his head back in the game and plays a sterling role for them to get up. And 
you know, when you go down and watch Peel yesterday, they, they beat Swan District by a whole bunch, and they've got some great depth there as well. So, you know, Fremantle are in this up to their ears if they can bring uh, consistency and consistency of pressure against their opponent. That that can keep them in this final series. Well, they got... I, I'm going to tip them to beat Collingwood. I think they'll beat Collingwood, yes. by the way. I think they... Oh, I mean, uh, that, I'm tipping with my heart also, but... Sean but... liked that, didn't he? He, did, he really <laughs> did. Nat, Nat, are you tipping... No, Harry? I think Collingwood will get it done. Yeah, Harry, thought... Harry, you follow football. Harry, what do you think? Um, I'm not super confident with the Dockers, but I want them to win. If tips are about what we want, Sean will be a millionaire. Harry's want will clearly get them over the line. Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's all they needed. Well, so we can't wait for this weekend of footy just again. It's, it's going to be, be another amazing, rip up. actually. Yep. Can't yep. wait. Uh, Melbourne and Brisbane to kick us off, then Freo and Collingwood. Freo will be able to starve Collingwood from scoring. Well, that's what Harry wants. And it'll be happening. Yeah, they will. It'll be happening. Their defence is awesome. And look, they're, they're led very well. Even when Nat Fife's not there, I had a chat to Alex Pierce yesterday, and I just love chatting to Alex. He's such a deep left-field thinker, and I, I said to him just before we left, I said, it was a, an amazing weekend of finals, wasn't it? And he said, this, these words were, it's a beautiful game, I'm lucky to play in it, and we as a nation are lucky to have it. Oh. <laughs> it's amazing. What a no spokes one... model. Oh, my yeah. God, how many cameras are around? <laughs> <laughs> that's only, that's only <laughs> stuff you say when you realise you're being recorded. He's a great man, no, Alex just, it, was just, it was just Alex and I, and I felt the, I felt the moment was wasted in a lot of ways. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Love your work, Steve. We'll talk next week. Nathan, Nat and Sean is a Nova podcast. For more great comedy shows like this, head to novapodcasts.com.au.